everything paranormal. Para-X. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. The Gathering. The supernatural world can be a dark, intimidating, and scary place. We gather to shine light on the mysterious and misunderstood aspects of the paranormal world. We bring to the table years of experience as mediums, healing channels, and paranormal investigators. We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen on The Gathering Radio Show. Hey everybody, welcome to The Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. My name is Heidi. And I'm Stephanie, and welcome to um, another Tuesday, and it is the Paranormal Smorgasbord. Woo-hoo! <laughs> Again, and we just it had is. one, a, I feel like it was just a couple, it was just a couple weeks ago, because the July Paranormal Smorgasbord was super late, but it's all good, mm-hmm. because it's all just crazy stuff that we're talking about, which is always a fun time. Yep. We have all sorts of stuff to talk about anyway, so it's just fine. I know. I know. It is, for sure. I mean, there was a lot in the news this week about a lot of different things. So, I mean, you know, and it's the full moon tonight. Hey, we were all already is. having a few issues as we were getting logged in and stuff. So, hopefully that is yeah, all abated now and it will be first fine. First <laughs> full moon of this month, and that means that it is going to, we're going to have a uh, second full moon this month, a blue moon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you have a full moon on the first and it's a long month, you're probably going to have two full moons. Yep. Yep. And it's, and the blue moon will happen on the 31st. So exactly 30 days. And, and then we won't, and both of these moons are super moons, which means they appear super big, right? Because of the placement in the sky, you know, I read it, but I, I don't remember exactly what it said, but these will be the last full supermoons until May of 2026. So, everybody, you got to get out there and see them. You know, maybe both if you're lucky. I think if the sky clears, you know, we kind of, every time we have a wonderful celestial event here in Minnesota, the sky is cloudy, right? So, I'm hoping that the sky will clear. And after the show, I'm just going to run out there and have a little look and see if we can see that moon. Maybe we'll drive down to the lake. Yeah, it was actually full earlier today, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, you'll still be able to see it. It's been looking really full and awesome even yesterday, mm-hmm. and I too will be going outside after we're done with our show, doing my night walk that I like to do with my dogs, mm-hmm. get them on the leash and walk around for a couple miles out on our street here mm-hmm. under the stars because there's no lights and it's awesome. Yep. So. Uh, Probably not going to be looking for Bigfoot because we know full moons and Bigfoot yep. tend to not go hand in hand. But yep. that's okay because I'll have the moon and that'll be great. So it will be. It will be. Yeah, I plan on getting out there too. So hopefully, like I said, these clouds will go away. It's been kind of crazy weather in here. Um, you know, it's been hot and humid and then the rains come. Thank heavens because, my goodness, it was so dry up until a couple of weeks ago. You know, so mm-hmm. last week I we got rain again tonight. Well, did you? Now, we got what I call spitting, right? It looked like it was going to thunderstorm and lightning and whatever, and and we got just nothing, really. You know, it looked like a little spit. (laughs) But Mm. on Friday, Casey and I went to the Anoka Anoka County Fair, and, you know, I like that one. That That one's just a fun one. And we got there at about quarter to four, quarter to five, and that was right when that big storm was blowing through. And so we sat in the car 
and the car was rocking and the winds were howling and the rain was just torrential downpours. It was the craziest thing. But you know what? It was a great night to go to the fair because there was hardly anybody there. (laughs) And they started piling in, you know, after the rain stopped and the wind stopped and, um, you know, it started, you know, clearing up a little bit. And yeah, it was just, it was fun. It was a fun time to be there. But yeah, but sitting in that car with it rocking around was <laughs> a little wild. But at the same time, it was great, you know. So you just never know these days what's going to happen. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been wild weather-wise, but it's needed. We need mm-hmm. the rain. So that's good. We'll take it. Absolutely. Without question. Yeah. But so, yeah, the fair. It was fun. We had a good time. You know, of course, had to, you know, touch and hold all the little piglets and the cows and all of those creatures that I love so much. It was just a blast. But and now the state fair comes. But you know what? I I almost think I like the county fairs better now only because the state fair, there's just so many people that go now. It's like, wall-to-wall people out there, you know, and you can't move around, and it's just, ugh, can't handle it, you know? Yeah, I don't mind the crowds as much as I feel like I'm kind of getting priced out of it. Well, that's so, true, too. And you that's, know, that's another thing. It's getting to be expensive, and everything's expensive. I get it, but I don't know. to the For the drive, to pay all that money, and then you have to pay more money when you're in, because there's not a whole lot you oh, can do that no. doesn't cost yeah. a lot. Right. So, right. anyway... I mean, well, except look yeah. around. You can look at stuff, and there's a lot of yeah. cool stuff to look at. But yeah. anyway, but, I like but even to eat the county fair. You know what? It was as much money to get into. That's this okay. Co- yeah, it was as much money though to get into this county fair as it is to get in the state fair. So I was kind of shocked at that. I'm I know like, what? What? Know. <laughs> but at any, it's summer. You got to do it. So it's fine. But anyway, yeah, so, it's a good time of year to go out and do stuff and just. Is. See all the see all the sites. Go to all the festivals. I was working a festival this weekend too, and it was beautiful out. The weather was gorgeous, and it's so nice to meet people. And just yeah, it's so it's you got to do that kind of stuff this time of year. So yeah, yeah, and I think let's see, New Brighton Stockyard Days, which is right here, happens in a couple of weeks, and that's always a really fun one. You know, people. People get really wild at that one. It's just a riot, you know, and I think St. Anthony Days are are happening too. So there's all these little festivals around me that are always fun to just, even if you're going to only go for like an hour, nice. you know, it's just fun to get out there and so see what's speaking of St. Speaking of St. Anthony, I was mm-hmm. in St. Anthony last week for a Paranormal 101 class. Yeah, how'd that go? Time. It was good. It was at the good. community center, which is hooked up next to the police station, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, so we were on the community center side, and it was great. We had a good time, and nice crowd, nice people, and it, we had some interesting activities, so I'm excited. We're going back in a few weeks to the same area, same location, mm-hmm. and we'll see what we get when we can do a little bit more investigating. The first night is always just a short stint, but we got some activity pieces of equipment that were on opposite ends of the room, which was the cafeteria. There was a cafeteria area. And so in the opposite ends of the room, two different pieces of equipment went off at the same time when we were asking questions. So I thought that was interesting. It'll be cool to see what happens next time when we go and see what we get. Um, But yeah, it was, it was fun. Well, that's good. Yeah, I haven't heard much about up there. You know, of course, I know there's a lot of stuff happening around here by me. Like, mm-hmm. for example, now pretty soon it's the time where I saw that crazy rate thing. So I'm going to be look- out looking for that for sure. See if we can figure yep. out what that is. Because that really, that really shook me up, I got to say. You know, I wasn't expecting that up there. Um, but, yeah, so it's that time of year, right? It's coming up. And I tell you what, the sim... Jerry has been fielding all kinds of phone calls from um, people. I mean, we have like investigations up, up the, you know, crazy. It's like four in line here that we're having, trying to schedule. So, and it's, it's still in the summer. It's just, I don't, I don't know what's going on. It's kind of weird. I know you were talking about that too. Sorry, you totally cut out and I didn't hear half of what you just said. Sorry about that. Uh, I wonder if it's, 
me or oh, your, your camera's freezing. I think it's, I don't know what it is. It wasn't your microphone cutting out like you froze. So I didn't hear what you said. Oh, which I think was a question directed at me. So I apologize. I was just going to say that we've been fielding so many, Jerry's been fielding so many paranormal calls and we have like, I don't know, four investigations he's trying to schedule. So, and I know you said the same thing. It's like, wow, what is going on? Yep. You know, it's the middle of summer, (laughs) you know, which, yeah, it's unusual because usually, I mean, people are out their cabins, they're outside until late. They're not focused on the inside of their homes. And so to have people aware of what's going on inside their homes in the summer is weird. (laughs) People don't, you know, know. once people hunker down in the fall and start coming inside and spending more time inside, it gets darker earlier. People are more aware of that stuff, but not in the summertime. So it's interesting to get this many, uh, this many contacts reaching out. I know it is very strange. It is very strange. So I don't know who knows what will happen when it normally is really busy. Is it going to be like totally out of control? I don't know. But I guess we'll find out. We're getting there. Did I cut out again? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> and I hope it's not me. I don't know if it's me or who. But anyway. If anybody in the chat room can comment. And are you hearing me? Are you hearing us both? Or can you not hear me? I wonder if it's something's going on with my internet or your internet or something. It looks like I have yeah. a good signal. But, and I plugged I don't in know if it's the me. Ethernet cord. It's so me cutting out. That's bizarre. Yeah. Well, anyway, so yeah, that's going on. And um, yeah, we had some really good news today from Raynell. She was telling us that the Lummy people have passed a resolution now for, for Scally Chalk tonight, you know, to bring her home. So there's just all kinds of cool stuff. Her health update came out yesterday and she's doing fabulous. And soon, soon it's going to happen. And there's a new website out there. It's friendsoftoki.org. And there's new videos of her speed swimming in that tank of hers. And she looks just so, so good. And she's just so healthy. She's just, I'm, we're so excited. It's going to happen. Um, I know that Jim Ursay, who's the Indiana Colts owner, who's real bankrolling her move back to the Salish Sea, is, says absolutely this will be done this year so i'm excited and if someday i'm just not here it's because i'm out there because she's coming home <laughs> so i always prelude that with everything all the plans that i make i may not be there <laughs> so goodness anyway so you just never know for sure but we're all excited yeah. we're you know just super excited for this and Wow, just really good things are happening. This weekend, though, they're doing the Penn Cove. Um, it's a it's an event out there, and that's where they captured Scally Chalk tonight and the other so many whales that have passed away now since then, and, and several whales passed away during this capture event. And they hold ceremony there every year, and it's this weekend. And... Um, we're going to have a special on Toki TV. So I think they will be going live from there, which will be really cool. And I know I said, I wish we could be there. But at the same time, I think we would cry the whole time because we all talked about this. You know, it's just such a heartbreaking thing that happened. But it's something that needs to be acknowledged and something that needs to have ceremony so that that whole area can heal, you know. And Deborah lives right there um, in Oak Harbor and she will be there and she will be the one that's going to be live. So, yeah, we'll be at, we'll be live. So it'll, they'll be out on the boats and they'll be doing ceremony. Um, hopefully right now we'll be there. She hasn't quite decided because it's hard for her to, right? I think, wow, if we were together, we'd both be sobbing. Um, so I don't know. Did we lose you, Heidi? No, I just wanted to try and turn my video oh. off to see if that helps. Okay. Did it? Can you hear okay? I don't know. We'll oh. see. Okay. All right. So that's what's happening. That's super, super good news um, in that world, which is a big part of what I'm doing, you know, the last, well, for years, actually, but it's really been heating up the last few months. So yeah, fun, fun stuff. So 
And the girls and I were out uh, in the woods over the weekend because we did a video because we're changing our name and we're going to be known as Cryptid Chicks now because we wanted to get a name that was, we wanted to devise a name that that actually talked more about what we do out there, right? And Mm -hmm. we look for more than just Bigfoot. Obviously, we have for years, but Josie coined this name and it was just such a perfect name. We'll always be Squatchers. We're not getting rid of that. So it'll still be www.squatchers.com. Um, but we're going to we're gonna start going by Cryptid Chicks now because it just explains more of who we are. But there is a video out there. We talk about why we're changing it and all the different elements involved. And I think it's a good change. I really do. I think it's a good change. And it was good to be with them and talk about, you know, we have several dates on the calendar now because, you know, the, the winged creatures are getting less and less. So I think we can handle it now. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, yeah. So we will be out there and um, we're going to spend some nighttime time um, in the area where Katie and I found the track trackway just north of town a little way, a little ways. And so it'll be, it'll be fun. We got a lot of stuff going on. So a lot of stuff going on with Sim, a lot of stuff going on with Squatch, with Cryptid Chicks, a lot of stuff going on with Toki. So yeah, I'm just a little busy. So how about you? So last week you were on the road during the paranormal road trip. Yes, we were. We were on the road from Sunday, came back Wednesday. And so, yeah, during the show last week, I was on the road. It actually started the show in the parking lot of the third location that we were investigating because they had other stuff going on inside uh, with the rest of my group. And uh, the owner of the location was only to be there for a short time. So she wanted to give, you know, them the, the kind of history tour of the location. And um, it was so hot outside. So they all stayed inside and they were so loud and talking and whatever. So I had to go outside. So our, our show last week, I was in a parking lot, um, gravel parking lot in Wisconsin mm-hmm. <laughs> until mm-hmm. I could go back inside. They, they finally finished and they went outside to do some stuff. So I went inside and, you know, it was interesting as while I was on the show, I was sitting at a, it, because it's a, a bar on the first floor and there's a basement with storage. And then upstairs is, um, it's been converted into two apartments and the one apartment is open for uh, people who, you know, if the owner maybe wants to let people stay there, but usually it's for paranormal investigating. Right. And, um, but anyway, so I was sitting at one of the tall tables in the bar area while the rest of the group that I was, that I was, uh, uh, I was running this, this road trip, they were all outside getting the outside scoop from the owner and there was these these mirrors around the bar area and it looked like someone came up along my right side because I was kind of at an angle facing this one mirror. And so I looked to my right and nobody was standing there, but I saw the reflection come up to me and stare at me. You know how someone is looking through a mirror at you mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they're standing somewhere mm-hmm. and wherever they're looking they're making eye contact with you through the mirror right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I saw I thought some guy did that he walked up to me he was wearing a suit and he was staring at me through this mirror and so I turned and looked and he wasn't there so I turned and looked at the mirror and he's in the mirror mm. and so I thought well that's cool because clearly that's a, a you know, spirit of some kind. And uh, then he disappeared, but he very much wanted me to see him. He was full color. He wasn't like this black and white, you know, or, you know, I always think it's when people say they see a figure in white or it's black and white, I really feel like it's almost like an IR spectrum kind of thing, you know, where maybe they're just not able to fully manifest or something is with the our vision into their dimension or whatever. And so uh, he was full color and looked like, someone came up in the this world side of me and was just making eye contact through the mirror. That's how clear he was. And he did it, I don't know, four or five times at least and stood there for a few seconds, made it very, very easy to see him. And then, uh, then that was it. The issue was I didn't have a camera with me because I didn't have any of my stuff out. Uh-huh. And I was using my phone to do the show. So I didn't want to stop and take a picture because mm-hmm. what if I lost, you know, whatever, I guess that wouldn't have been the worst thing in the world to lose and get back into the show. But 
I didn't want to do that. So anyway, uh, but it was cool. And so, yeah, it was, I didn't see him the rest of the night though, but yeah, it was a fun trip. Our first night we went to the Bell Mansion in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and the location is beautiful. It's, um, it was built in the late 1800s as a resident. And then in the early 1900s, it was turned into a funeral home. And the people that ran the funeral home lived there. And then it was, it had like three generations of funeral home owners. It wasn't three generations of family, but it was turned over to other owners and uh, they kept it as a funeral home until, I don't know, it was the nine No, it was in the, it was in the 2000s, I think. Anyway, uh, it's beautiful, beautiful location. The woodwork is amazing. It's just lovely. The people there are fantastic. And uh, they actually run events as well out of the location. So, you know, people could have a wedding there or, you know, paranormal investigating or all these fun things. So that was cool. We definitely had some interesting activity there. Of course, we're still going through all of our evidence. Mm-hmm. But when we, so we decided to go to sleep. I don't know if it's like four, three thirty, four in the morning. I don't know what it was. Anyway, so we decided to go to sleep, and we were all sleeping in kind of the the ballroom, this open big area. And a couple of investigators, and Cindy, she's in the chat room. She heard this: um, people walking around upstairs. So upstairs from the ballroom is now a yoga studio. So it's this kind of open room that has a a, solid, a hard floor. It's not carpeted. and But nobody else was in the building. The doors were locked. So nobody could get in from the outside. And while we were sleeping, she wasn't getting any sleep. And she heard what sounded like people walking around up there and then someone dragging something up there, like dragging something on the floor. And so that was interesting. She didn't get us up, which I was bummed. But that's okay because I understand because she didn't want to wake us up. But for something like that, I'm like, gosh, I would have wanted to hear that. and uh, But that's okay. So hopefully maybe someone left a voice recorder going or something and then we can get that on voice recorder. Um, but there was some other, you know, just interesting things. I think, um, what was it? T- uh, the night before, Tim had set a camera down on this pedestal in one of the bedrooms. And he swiped his hand across the pedestal and this bead flew off, this little pearl looking bead flew off. And so we you know, picked it up. Cindy put it in a little container on a dresser and that was it. And he swiped his hand on this little pedestal to see if there's anything else there. Swiped his hand across it, nothing there. The next morning we go into that same bedroom and we look at the pedestal and I look and there's two beads on it, two of the same beads. So I look on the dresser the one bead that Cindy put in there was still there, but now there's two beads on this pedestal mm. that that match. But the thing is, is that that night Tim swiped his hand across the whole thing, and it it's not very big. It's like a foot square mm-hmm. on the top, so it's mm-hmm. not big. You can't just swipe your hand across this little dainty part of the corner and think that that's good. He wouldn't. He didn't do that. So there's now two beads on this in the morning, which I thought was interesting because there's nothing on it the night before. We looked. Mm. So it was fun. That was neat. And then of course yeah, the mother the beads. <laughs> that was it was just fun. And you know, it was the the wife, the original wife uh that lived there. I think it was her bedroom mm-hmm. or a room that she was fond of uh when she lived there. So that was cool. And then the second night that we were investigating, we went down to Mansfield, Ohio. We went and investigated the Ohio State Reformatory which was our second time there. Well, my second time, Tim's third time, and then a couple of the folks had never been there. And that place is, it's impressive and daunting because it's huge and it's scary. And it's a maximum, was a maximum security prison. So the folks there are, they could be wicked mean. And uh, we had some really cool activity there. That was was pretty interesting um, where we could hear spirits walking on ends of this room that had no lights, no windows. There's no lights in a lot of it, but no windows. And it was just one big open area that was actually the attic of the cell block that they stored all these prisoners from another prison that had a fire. 
They basically lined them up in cots in one big room and locked the door. Nice. No windows, no nothing. In the summer, it would have been a thousand mm-hmm. degrees in there. And they just murdered and went after each other in there because uh-huh. there's nothing to separate them. And we heard all sorts of stuff in there. It was, that was really wild. Uh-huh. Amongst other things. I mean, it was just, it was a really, that was a cool, that was a cool trip. Did any of them reach out to you and ask to be passed over or anything? Did you ask I didn't if anybody you. wanted help? Oh, no, um, not there. Oh, I don't think anybody wants help there. And I've asked, I do ask everywhere I go if anybody wants mm-hmm. help. Um, and most places, well, Ohio State says, don't cross anyone over. They tell us ahead of time, like, you're not doing this to help any spirits. Don't help them cross over. Just leave them alone. If I ran into someone that needed help, I would talk to them and say, hey, I can I help this one? You know, if they wanted help, I wouldn't just leave them hang. You know, mm-hmm. but it didn't come up, so it was a non-issue. But nobody asked asked for help. Nobody, wow. you know, took my offer to help when I asked. So, um, wow. But yeah, we had all sorts of sounds and feelings, and yeah, it was, and it's just impressive. I mean, six stories of cells in this prison, and it's just peeling, and you know. You look over the edge of this railing and it's a very long drop, which is how some of the prisoners ended their own lives. They just oh, yeah. flung themselves off the off the you know mm-hmm. off the top floor. So it it was yeah, it was it was good. Did you guys have it all to yourself that night or was there another yeah. person there? You did. Nope. It was just the seven of us. And so that was it was good. So yeah, there's no cross contamination or anything. It's such an impressive building though. And then our third night, we were at the Old Baraboo Inn. That's where I was with the mm-hmm. uh, for the radio show. Mm-hmm. And that place is cool. The people there are awesome. They're so mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had some good activity there. That uh, was a bar. Like I said, it's always been a bar. Downstairs, back in the day, they believed that there was some uh, gambling, illegal gambling, and possibly bootlegging happening. And then upstairs was a brothel for a while. And then it was, well, it was a boarding house first and then a brothel. And then it went to some other kind of living conditions. And now it's an apartment or two apartments. But uh, definitely active. Some weird stuff was happening there that we can't figure out if, you know, if it's just us and we didn't see it the first time. And now the stuff is there or, you know, stuff appears. And then, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it was it was cool. So we had a good time. We had a lot of fun. It was tiring, though. You know, you drive, 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 investigate overnight, drive, 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 you know, and you try and get a few hours of sleep here or there, laying on a hard floor, Yeah. you know, Mm -hmm. there's no beds or anything Mm -hmm. in most of the locations, so you just lay on the floor, like in that ballroom, we were just laying on the hard floor. Um, So you're not getting quality sleep, right? No, no. Yeah, I would have a hard time. I, I, I don't think I could do three of them back to back like that without at least one night of sleep in between, you know? And yeah. I'm a pretty good car sleeper, but even that, you you just don't get enough sleep when you're driving in the car. No. You know what I mean? Well, and Cindy and I did all the driving. <laughs> so oh. We just kept swapping back and forth. Yeah. So we didn't get any car sleep. I slept for like an hour, when mm-hmm. which isn't cool if you're swapping with someone and you want to sit with them and keep them up. And well, I think yeah. I slept for yes. an hour and a half. So. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Crazy talk. Yeah, I think you probably should have had a day or two in between. You know what I mean? But eh, keeps it interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But so <laughs> did you sleep for two days straight when you got back? I mean, I would. I couldn't. <laughs> I had to work when I came back. So I slept that the night I came back and then that was it. I mean, I got like seven hours when I got back. So that was good. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, but not enough, not enough. Although, you know, what am I talking about? I mean, a lot of times when we go out to the island, when we go to the island where we don't get a night's sleep because we take the super late plane and then we get in and we have to drive up to the ferry and then we're awake till 4.30 for the ferry and then we take the ferry and then we're up all the next day. So Mm -hmm. I get it, but it's different, you know, when you're on a paranormal investigation, it just zaps the energy right out of you, you know? So, yeah. And well, it's, by the sea, it gives it back to you. You know, even though you're tired, it's like just, you know, it's not, it's different. 
Yeah. And it's, it's hard when you're the one running it, you know, so you're trying to manage all the people and all the energies and make sure everybody stays safe, you know, and everything too. And, um, you know, we had a newer investigator on that was new and nice person, but just, you know, there's certain things you don't want to do on an investigation and then this person might be doing that. And so you say, hey, we can't do that. And then they keep doing it. So it's like, well, hey, okay, we're gonna have to have a conversation here about what isn't okay on an investigation. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If someone says don't do that, you shouldn't do that, especially if it's the owner of the place that we're at. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, it was an interesting time. Chalk it up to that. So that's good. So it'll be interesting to see if you got any really good evidence. Yeah, you know? so we're in the process of reviewing. We were just listening to some more today. So, oh my God, there's just so much. I mean, we were talking to King Sisters Paranormal about that last week about how, oh my God, it takes forever to get through an investigation. Um, and <laughs> they said, oh, sometimes it's two weeks later and we just start. And I said, oh yeah, I know, me too. I mean, unless you, unless it's a client, you know, and they really need to know, you know, mm-hmm. we actually do have guidelines. We're supposed to get them done in a week or two, but. You know, sometimes it doesn't happen. So, <laughs> what can I say? No, it doesn't. Because life, there's life, you know? So, yep. yep. We need those, we need those full-time people that just sit down and go through all the evidence for us like they do on the TV shows. Wouldn't that be phenomenal? <laughs> that would be lovely. I would love that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, we have blown past our break, so we need to go on a commercial break. Stay with us. This is the Gathering Radio Show right here on the Para-X Radio Network. As you go about your daily life, look closer. Every year across America, a staggering 4.2 million youth are homeless or trafficked. Covenant House is the national leader providing safe housing for youth 50 years strong. Every youth who walks into Covenant House gets clean clothes, hot meals, medical care, and a safe place to sleep. So look closer at Covenant House and help us fight youth homelessness. To help or get help, go to covenanthouse.org. Are you haunted by shadow people in the middle of the night? Do you secretly love all things creepy and spooky, enjoying ghost stories and horror fiction from the best storytellers? Do you have a true ghost experience you want to share, but no one will believe you? If yes, listen to the professionals on What Are You Afraid of? Horror Paranormal Show, Friday nights at 9 p.m. on Para-X Radio and at www.whatareyouafraidofpodcast.com. What What are are you afraid of on Para-X? Our creepy and demented hosts are on call to provide you with all your spooky needs with true ghost stories, interviews, indie music, and new horror fiction. We are ready to scare you. Para X. Are you looking for a supernatural radio show that is informative and fun? A show with topics such as ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic energy, spirits, cryptids, and more, hosted by paranormal investigators with years of investigations under their belts? Then look no further than The Calling 2.0, powered by The Sim Crew. Hosted by paranormal investigator Jerry and psychic medium Valentina, along with others. Tune in Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on the Para-X Radio Network. Welcome back to the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. And we have our Paranormal Smorgasbord tonight. We've been talking about all sorts of fun things. And uh, we've got another half a show to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's been fun. It's been fun. So you've been regaling us about your paranormal adventures last week. And that was that was a lot of fun. Um, and we talked about the full moon, which is happening tonight. So if you're just joining us, get out there and have a look at that full moon tonight. I think it rises here in Minnesota at about 9 o'clock, I think, 9 or 9.30. I don't really know. The sun is just going down now, I think. I don't know. It's hard for me to tell. But um, it's a super moon. And there is two super moons this month. The next one is on the 31st. And after that, there will not be another super moon until 2026. So... Get out there and enjoy, for sure. 
Yep, absolutely. So one of the things that's been in the news this week, well, in the last week or two anyway, has been those has been the UFO hearings in Congress. What do you make of all that? I think it's great. Uh, one of the things that I was reading about this, and this was the end of last month, is mm-hmm. that uh, retired military veterans are testifying at House hearings on the UAPs, right? They're calling them unidentified anomalous phenomena and yeah. uh, or unidentified aerial phenomena. So UAPs yeah. is the, nor- the new mm-hmm. uh the new UFO, and they're they're saying that the sightings are a national security problem, and that the government has been too secretive about them, and they're looking for more transparency. So it's cool that this is going to uh, to our government that mm-hmm. this is becoming something that the military and um, and our our airline, you know, industry is saying this is becoming a big deal. We can't. We can't not talk about this anymore, and we it's dangerous to not talk about it. Um, for a long time, that a lot of pilots would not report uh, mm-hmm. these UAPs that they would see because of fear of you know being discriminated or you know held back in their careers or you know they whatever would would have any kind of retaliation. Um, so they wouldn't talk about it and they're they're starting to feel more confident in speaking up now and i was uh there's a link i can share that uh an article from uh, cnn there's been quite a few articles washington post new york times um talking about this and uh there was an a video in there about how many reports are coming through to the faa now from different pilots all over of these uaps and mm-hmm. it's it's interesting that they're feeling more confident now to do that. But the military is like, hey, this is an issue. We've got to figure out what this stuff is because this could be, you know, if it's, if it's not outside of our world, this could be a security threat for, you know, from another country. And if it is from outside of the world, we have, want to know what it is, what we're dealing with. But there again, you know, Project Blue Brook was the American, it was the Air Force, correct? So it was our armed forces that we're keeping it covered up. So are they saying this because they really want to pretend that they're surprised and, oh my gosh, what else can they say? <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like, you know, our government covers up a lot of things. And I and I am not a conspira- conspiracy theory person at all, but I do think there are a lot of things that they don't talk about. And this is definitely one of them. And they also talked about how I mean, we've heard for years about the Roswell crash and that there were alien bodies and they had someone there who was there, right? And testified that we have these bot- these alien bodies somewhere, Area 51 or wherever it is they happen to bring them to. But I mean, what are they going to do about that? Don't you think it's time to let it all out now? I mean, why are they keeping it such a secret? Well, I mean, how, who, okay, I don't know. I can speculate. I guess that's all I'm doing. But um, I think, you know, with the military and the Project Blue Book and all, you know, whatever, the military is this, this part of the government or, mm-hmm. well, you know, that knows an, a certain amount. Mm-hmm. And then I have to, I kind of believe that there's this other level that's, more knowledgeable or has more information than our military right you know and so there's layers of who has what information and so as much as the military may think they know do they know everything i don't think so mm-hmm. i don't think they know everything i think there's another level of government or non-government body that is much more aware of what's going on and i think there's a lot going on that we're that I believe there's a lot going on that we don't know fully about. And I don't know why. um, Well, I I think it would cause panic and chaos if, you know, if we just Mm -hmm. like rip the bandaid off full transparency, I think it would send this planet into a, a tailspin, the people into a tailspin. So 
it has to be done strategically and carefully. Like, what all do we know? How much do we know? What all is happening? Who are we working with? What's who else here? That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, doesn't it make you wonder what the other other world governments have and what what do they know? I mean, obviously, if it's happening over America, it's happening over the entire world, right? You know. Um, and what I will say, and we've talked about this on our show a lot, is that. When we're up north and we're out in the woods, we see all kinds of things in the sky. And we know they're not satellites and we know they're not planes and we know they're not anything that we can justify. You know, so what is it? What what are they? Are they watching us? Who are these people? What's going on? Are they other governments? I mean, they're everywhere. They're everywhere in the sky up north, you know? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's so interesting to me to think about what all is actually going on here. And, you know, I've watched all Mm -hmm. sorts of, you know, documentaries and videos Mm -hmm. and you look on, you know, the internet and you talk to, I've talked to a lot of Mm -hmm. MUFON investigators Mm -hmm. who have joined my paranormal group, who have done uh, site visits, who have interviewed witnesses and I don't know. I can't, I have to say that there's a lot more going on than is being made readily available to the public. And there, I mean, there has to be reasons whether it's actually a good reason or not. I don't, I don't know, you know, but maybe it's one of those things that, you know, you make a a few decisions and once you get behind so many decisions, it's almost like impossible to get out from behind those the, right. the path that Cover you're up. on, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm talking about like the government or these yep. governing I bodies know. who are involved in yep. the UAP projects. Well, you know, I there's just a lot of things out there, right? <clears throat> and every once in a while I hear these crazy wild stories and it's like, hmm. you know, you got to wonder, are they really true? Because there's a little bit of truth in everything, you know? You know, you hear these because we talk to everybody doing what we do, Heidi. We talk to so many people of so many different walks of life, you know, and for us, I think they feel like they feel comfortable with us. And so they let it all out. Right. And you just you you don't want to stare at them with your mouth hanging open. And yet at the same time. They believe what they're talking about, right? I mean, they, something has happened to these people. You know, I have talked to so many people up in northern Minnesota who claim that they've been abducted. And they have the same story as, remember Jean Walker when we had her on here? And she's mm-hmm. like one of the heads of MUFON down in Kansas. And same, describing almost the same thing that happened to her. And they don't they don't have any idea who, they, they, you know, they have no they don't know each other, you know, and they're, they, mm-hmm. these other, they don't know each other. The people up north don't know each other either, you know, and we hear the same thing over and over. And, and then we hear that same story. You can transcribe that right, right to Bigfoot, right? Because we hear that same story about that one Bigfoot that supposedly somebody shot and killed. And then while well, the air or the, the armed forces came in and whipped that, whipped him out and took him away. And that was enough of that. Just like, cover up just like the UFO thing and we hear it over and over so from different people different groups of people in different parts of northern Minnesota for example you know and it's like wow there is definitely truth to I don't know what the truth is exactly but something has happened to these people you know Mm -hmm. what is it and why can't we let it out now it's time you know well and because of the lack of visual you know opportunities and experiences for the larger population then there's a reason on the the uh, side of whoever's visiting for not mm-hmm. being seen as well right you know because it, whatever our government knows they're not saying right. and whoever's here is also not saying or being as visible. So there's clearly a reason on both ends. And it may be we don't have the visitations we think, which is why 
lots of people have, but way more haven't, right? Mm-hmm. Had experiences. So mm-hmm. there has to be a reason on that side of it too. There just isn't as much as we think, or there's a reason they don't want to be seen or have, you know, kind of the information on them. So you, there has, why, why? That's the big question. Why? Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, we could really go down the rabbit hole on this, but you know, the, the, it's just, it's fascinating. It's just, it's fascinating. And I guess, you know, I never put a lot of thought into it until we started the last few years when we've been up north and we've, you know, camped out under the stars and watched what's going on up there. And it's nothing like I used to see, you know, 10, 20 years ago, even, you know, it's like, wow, what is going on up there? You know, it's like crazy talk, craziness. So, it would be nice Do they to get have, the is there anyone up in that area, like a, a set group that does uh, UFO research or yeah, documenting so, that you're aware of? So, you know, it's so, it's so, so remote up there, you know, and when we, when we talk to people, it's amazing that they even talk to, talk about what, you know, it takes a lot of trust. We talked about trust last week too. And I think, you know, once they hear us talk about our stories, then they feel like they can trust us with theirs. But I don't think, you know, just like paranormal, just like Bigfoot cryptids, there just isn't a lot up there. There's not a lot of groups up there. There's not a lot of people that do that stuff. You know, there's one-offs everywhere. Um, You know, there's a handful of investigators in northern Minnesota, both paranormal. There's more paranormal people than cryptid, but you know, they're just not, they're few and far between, you know, and I definitely don't think there's any like UFO people, at least up where I'm talking, you know, way Mm -hmm. up close to the border, you know? So, I mean, there's just so much, it's so remote. It's all the wilderness, you know? So they see a lot, they see a lot, (laughs) you know, they have, they're there. Star Island, you know, remember, Alan told us about Star Island up in Rainy Lake where a lot of mm-hmm. things happen. Was it Star? No, not Star Island. It was called something else. Star Island is in Cass Lake where they've also had a lot of crazy things happen, which is closer, but still far, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It'll it it'll be interesting to see where this takes us. And I honestly don't think anything is going to come out. I don't think anything's going to be said. I think it was just to appease some people, this hearing, but interesting nonetheless that these people had their day in front of the cameras and in front of Congress to say mm-hmm. what they knew, you know? Yep. No, I thought it was, I thought it was an interesting step in this whole process because mm-hmm. it's not something that you, I mean, it's becoming more and more, you know, common to hear about it and for the military to talk about it and mm-hmm. to put out um, what we, they have said is, possible evidence but to address any kind of member of congress or you mm-hmm. know anything is interesting pretty wild but if they do have bodies you know what can we see them i mean poor things this is what i'm saying these creatures need to be respected too you know i don't know it just brings on a whole bunch of bots you know well I don't think respect is on the top of their list if they're doing research and testing on. Yep. Yeah. I get it. I'm just going to guess. People are not respectful generally. Just saying. But anyway, that's a whole other subject. So, (laughs) So what else is on your list of things to talk about for the paranormal smorgasbord? Well, that those those were about it. I mean, I've still been. Um, we haven't talked about the James Webb Telescope for a while, and I've been looking at uh, some of their their newer images, and uh, just fascinated with, you know, talking about how they can take a picture of something that's, you know, thousands yeah. of light years long, and it's just fascinating. And they're trying to dis- they're trying to find, and I don't know if this is through the James Webb Telescope, an- another planet in our solar system. They have an idea that there might be one here in our solar system, mm-hmm. and uh, so they're trying to figure out like where is it. And so I don't understand the science behind why how mm-hmm. how they can tell that there's something out there, and they can't find it. 
and so I mean, it's clearly our our um, galaxy is huge, right? So yeah. I can see where a planet might get lost, but it's cool that they have this idea that there is one, and now they have to find it. I just think it's fascinating that they can. I don't know. Now, is it in is it in our solar system? The one That's that what in? I am aware of. That's what I. Yeah, read. that would be odd that they don't know where that is. I mean, you know, the galaxy has billions of planets you know um but yeah our, our little how many do we have nine mercury Venus, no saturn jupiter Uranus. pluto got the boot yeah pluto's out why though i don't know if it was size or distance or or because it age i don't know something there i could look it up i could look it up and but, find out okay but so i don't know so with Pluto, there's nine, but then there's that other one. What's the name of that other one that people talk about a lot too? Um, wow, totally escapes me. Is that a planet or is it a star? People talk about it all the time with astrology and... Um, I don't think it's a planet in our that? solar system. Well, I thought so. I Wow, I, can't, I really can't think about it. I, I don't know what it is, no. But I thought it was, and I thought it was in our solar I'm system. Looking it up. I thought it, I thought it was a... It starts with an M, I think. I don't. Why do I think that? I don't know. But you know, the other thing I've seen so many. Okay, talk about taking this in a whole different direction. Micron or Macaracon or something like that. Why can't I think of the name? I don't know. The other thing that I keep seeing on Facebook are all these posts about palm readings and like the M. Do you have an M on your palm? Oh, I read about that. Um, I yeah. do on. I do on my left I, hand. Yeah, not on my right. I mean, I do see one on both hands. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what that means. Tim I, asked me about that, yeah. and I said, "Yeah, I see one on both hands." Yep. Yep. Me too. Sort of. On the wrinkled palms that I have. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and they say that it just well, it means it's a very special thing. But then they were talking about if you can see a star. I think it was a star on your hand. Wow, that's really something. I don't see a star on my hands. I definitely have this M, and I have lots of lots of wrinkles. And you know, we've talked about that when Marla's been on. Um, but it's very interesting. This whole hand stuff is really interesting. I think I find it very cool. We'll have to have her on again. So I'm looking at the solar system thing with the planets. Yeah. And yeah, there are eight planets. And it looks like Pluto got the boot and is considered a dwarf planet, <sighs> which it looks like there's more than one. They, they're they talking about dwarf planets, multiple. Yeah. Um, so they said, uh, this is on the NASA website, that... Uh, there's the planets Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and then dwarf planets such as Pluto. And so they say with an S, so there's multiples. And then, of course, dozens of moons, millions of asteroids, comets, and mm-hmm. meteoroids. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then they say they have discovered thousands of planetary systems orbiting other stars in the Milky Way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it looks like Pluto is now considered a dwarf planet. And there's more. So whatever your M planet right, the M is, Mercuron or something. Why I just don't remember how it's pronounced. I don't know. But people talk about it a lot. It comes up in astrology a lot, you know, for some reason. So I wish I knew more about it. But I thought it was a planet, but I could be wrong. You know, I don't know. I'll have to figure it out, and maybe we'll talk about it next week. But yeah, I mean that that. That telescope is fascinating, right? Oh my gosh, those pictures that yeah. it comes up with are just totally out of this world because yep. they are out of this world, you know? Well, yeah. It's like something out of Star Wars, can I just say? Oh, um, some of the images? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You That's know, I'm real. Just waiting for the Falcon to come flying through, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so. We'll take this time to uh, give a little nudge for everyone to listen to the, our sibling show, which is The Calling 2.0 with Jerry and V. And tomorrow night, they are doing Paranormal Babble. So kind of like our Paranormal Smorgasbord, but different. So 
join them. And that is at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time right here on the Parrot X Radio Network. And we have a few minutes left to maybe touch on a couple other subjects. I'm still trying to find the name of that planet or whatever. I'm not having much luck. Maybe I imagined it. It could be. (laughs) You made it up in your head. Maybe I did. You know, that happens every once in a while. Um. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, my gosh. All right. So... Did you go see the Barbie movie? Have to ask. No. No. I have not. No. I've been busy. Yeah, I have no desire. But I did hear that it's really made more for um, adults than kids, which is interesting. Um, and people that I know that have seen it have actually liked it. And I've known a couple of men that have seen it. You know, I think it's all so wild. So, so you have not seen it. I have not. I will not go see it. You know, maybe yeah. at some point when it's streaming somewhere, maybe I'll take a look. But yeah, not. I just can't find the name of this planet or whatever I'm thinking about. Okay, I'm just gonna let it go, and it will come to me. You know, like in an hour when we're off the air. But anyway, so that's what I know. <laughs> you know, I'm reading about. Pluto, and it was bumped in 2006. It seems like it was... I do remember that. Yeah, I don't know. That seems like a long time ago, and then not very long. So, I don't know. You know how time gets funny. But yeah, it was bumped to a dwarf planet back in 2006. Because They're looking at the definition of a planet. Yeah, they said they... uh, Astronomers settled upon what would define a planet, and Pluto seemed to lack the criteria. So um, many, even from high positions at NASA, still considered Pluto the ninth planet of the solar system. It's quite a matter of preference for how many planets are in our solar system, you know, for, but technically it's considered a dwarf planet. And, um, but, you know, if you're in the um, astrology realm, you mm-hmm. know, you're working with astrology, Pluto is very much a player in that realm. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yep. He is. And, you know, the other thing about Pluto, I, I think it would be, it's the furthest from the sun. And, you know, the the amount of the amount of our years it takes for Pluto to make one lap around the sun is amazing. And I don't remember what that number is, but because it's so small and it's so far and it moves slower, it takes them along. One of their years is like X amount of ours, you know, and it's so cold. Well, can you imagine how cold it is there, you know, at way at the edge of the solar system? Okay, so here, I'm going to say this, we have a minute, right? So mm-hmm. there's talking about a mysterious 10th, if you consider Pluto a ninth planet, there would be a 10th planet referred to as planet X. Hypothetical, hypothetical planet might be the size of Neptune and have a highly elongated orbit, even more so than Pluto. It would complete one orbit around the sun once every 10,000 to 20,000 years. Wow. And um, But due to mathematics, they're believing it exists. Um, in 2015, Caltech astronomers showed that something massive out there disrupts the orbit um, of several ob- other objects, and it may be indeed a planet, but they need to keep studying. But that was, you know, 2015, so yeah. I'm guessing they've done more work since then. But it's that kind of answers one of my questions from before, like, how do they know? And they said that they're showing that something massive out there is disrupting, I can't even say the word, Mm -hmm. the orbit of other objects. Mm -hmm. So something has to be doing that. And so they're kind of making an educated guess, it sounds like, that it would be a planet. Well, and if it's the size of Neptune, Neptune's a pretty big planet. It's bigger than Earth. I mean, it's the size of close to Jupiter and Saturn, which both of those are the biggest ones in our star system. So, I can totally understand why that is disrupting things. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, maybe we should have an astronomy show one day. That would be super be cool. fun. You yeah, know, bone up on it. I used to be really boned up on astronomy, and I just haven't thought about it for a while. You know? But, well, you know what? It's time for us to go. So, thanks everyone for listening to the show tonight. And for the troops out there who may be listening, thank you for listening and please be safe out there and of course thank you for your service 
And everybody in the chat room, even though it was a little bit quiet, thanks for joining us and everybody out there listening wherever you are. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. And uh, we'll look forward to being here next week. Thank you, Parax, for hosting us. And of course, Sarge, most amazing producer on the planet. Thank you so much for getting us together once again. Thanks, everyone. Have a good week.